0: This holiday season, get Factor and get nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days. No wonder it's America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. Get 50, 50% off Factor with code JTRAIN50 at factormeals.com slash JTRAIN50. That's 50% off with code JTRAIN50 at factormeals.com slash JTRAIN50 you <laughs> J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I got to say it again. It's the holiday season. This is the Monday after Thanksgiving. I want to thank you for being a listener of this podcast, for watching on YouTube, if that's how you take it. Um, I love doing this show. We're heading to a new... J-Train Horizon and this post-Thanksgiving glow. I I don't know. I'm feeling good. I I, I love the month of December. I love post-Thanksgiving pre-New Year's. I think that section of the year, if I was to rank it and I – I'm going to get my guest on because I want to talk to them about this. But I love this time of year. People, there's a lot of, you know what I would say this time of year? The the levels of fuck it are high. Fuck it. Fuck it. I love a high fuck it level. So, and I'm going to explain that more when I get to our guest. But I I, I just want to thank you for being a listener. I want you to share the podcast. Uh, this podcast is about giving you a, 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 a an hour to put your brain on the shelf, put your anxieties away. And uh, hopefully my 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 guest and I can give some perspectives on your issues. We're not experts. We're talking out of our tuchus. We don't know shit. But we don't have to look you in the eye and give you this advice. So that's like the best part of it all. So I want you to keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I'm on the road this whole through the end of the year. I, I My travel schedule is a little... Crazy, as the kids say, I'm in Portland, Oregon this weekend. I I haven't been to Portland, Oregon since the pandemic. Uh, I'm back, baby. Um, Portland, Oregon, Phoenix, Arizona, Albany, New York, San Diego is where I close out the year. I'm back. I was there on New Year's last year, too. And then Madison, Wisconsin is my first date of the new year. So I want you all to check out my website. And if you have a friend in those areas, send them to the show. We're talking about family. It's a whole hour about my family, which I really love doing. I'm very excited about today's guest. Hilarious comedian. Uh, They have a special called Single Black Female. And they have an amazing podcast called uh, Friends Like Us. And they are going to be Marina at city winery december 16th it's gonna be a great show marina franklin thank you so much for coming on
1: thanks for having me and it's at the loft so it's the more loft. intimate
0: it's it's more i like that room better i think that's a better comedy room i think that's a more fun room for the audience i've done it that's there's that one tells me oh you haven't done it you're gonna like it it's great it's fun the downstairs room. It's not a comedy room, as we know. Like, sometimes we get put up in front of... They're like, yeah, go do your comedy next to the pasta maker. And you're like, <laughs> what's the worst show you've ever done? Do you have one that comes to mind?
1: I mean, I think I repress them because I often see shows about the worst show you've ever done and I'm like, why can't I remember it? But right. I, I, I do remember one that I did that was, like, on a dance floor. So... so, they, so they just I, they, said,
0: get out on the dance floor and, and start doing comedy?
1: They stopped the dancing on the <laughs> dance floor. And then I had to start. They stopped the
0: fun. Right, right. That That's the thing people don't understand is that, like, comedy's good, but you have to walk into a comedy situation. People don't want to stop. Just like you said, you said it perfectly. Stop the fun. I remember... I did a show at a. It was a baseball fundraiser, like a little league fundraiser, and it was like I remember them playing. I remember the song that was playing, <laughs> "Come and ride the train, the choo-choo train. Come and ride the train, and ride it. Come oh. and ride the train." And they were there was a woman I'll never forget. It, she was spanking her husband. Like it was like their one night to get out of the house, and like they were raising money, but like it was just an excuse for these parents to like. Get loose, and they and this woman is like, "Come I'll ride that train!" And she's spanking her husband. They go, they literally stop the song mid, "Come and ride the train, the choo-choo train." Okay, everybody, sit down. We're gonna have comedy now. And I was like, "No, no, 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 this isn't what." <laughs> now a real train, the J train, the Dre train. Yeah, he's <laughs> gonna come well, on and tell his <laughs> and tell his stories.
1: Well, one thing you don't stop is black people from doing the electric slide, and uh. then start. The comedy show, <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's what they did, and I was oh like, no, God. I was like, this is like this. We know this is the best moment of all times so is when you're in the electric slide mode. When and they were, d- they just cut it,
0: and the electric slide is like such a funny dance that you have to be like, you get to that mountaintop, like y- you know, you have to let yourself loose in such a way. And then you finally, you're like, okay, let's line dance. And they're like, no, 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 S- Sit the fuck down. Marina's got something to say. It's just. We and got we a see-
1: really funny. And then they pause. Comedian. And I, <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. This is horrible. And they cleared. And it was all of, like, Jack and Jill, which is the bougie blacks. <laughs> What's that? I don't know if you know about Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill is an organization to help, like, black kids who grew up, like, in white neighborhoods like myself uh, to find other black kids (laughs) to play with. But it is not always like that. But it is, like, a very, like, it's, like, kind of, like, well-to-do organization bringing young black minds together, girls and stuff. And so these are, like, the bougiest which can be the hot, toughest. Oh, and right. so they were like, we're going to love her. But not when you stop the electric slide. Because it's no, like, no, think no, about no, it. No. It's also like bougie black people doing the bus stop, or we used to call the bus stop electric slide, who are also reconnecting with their roots. You know what I mean? And then they're <laughs> like, now Marina Franklin.
0: I, I, I think rich is its own culture. Like bougie is its own like thing because especially for comedy like i feel that when you're doing a high-end rich jewish show is Mm -hmm. like the they they go the in their minds i think is they're like the comedy can't make you money so why would this person do this you know so you can feel that like that judgment of like oh they 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 feel sorry for you they're like they they're doing the math on how does this equal them retiring and they don't see how a comedian ever retires and they're like oh so this is just a waste of their time so it's a waste of our time i've felt that before
1: oh yeah well you also feel like uh is this the only thing you do or oh yeah or what do you want to do with this (laughs) and this is it you go this is it this when you say that they don't accept it they're when you say this this is actually i'm doing it this is why Uh I mean, not this gig right here. Right. This is a nightmare. But <laughs> <laughs> but the worst part of that gig was after they interrupted, and it was an interruption, and I was bombing for the five minutes, and I tried to talk about dating, and I go, well, you know, this young lady, who are you with? And every woman in there was like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, don't go to her. They were doing that thing where they crossed yeah. the net. And I was like, what? I was like, shit, do you have someone in your life that... Mm -mm. next keep it moving next (laughs) and the woman goes it's okay and and then someone whispers in my ear that her husband died
0: oh no oh Uh, i mean and i did not
1: handle it right like well i go well someone died in my family recently too
0: (laughs) So we're the same, you know, um, you know, it, when it rains, it pours. Listen, you, you, there are there are shows where you can't make any. It's like every decision was the wrong decision. I've done that. I've 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 just and you're like, you just see in people's eyes. Why would you say that? Why would you? Then she came going? up and hugged me during <laughs> the show, during the woman,
1: the-, the woman whose husband died. She's like because they made it horrible for her.
0: Right. She right, right. was
1: fine. They weren't. And she,
0: and she wanted to let everyone know she's fine.
1: She was like, you're making it worse. Right. And and, and she comes up, she goes, oh, it's okay. And she hugged me and that made it worse. <laughs> and then I didn't know how to get out of it. And I was like, well, uh, maybe we should go back to dancing. Because it was just, it was a, it was a, I remember... Waiting for the car to pick me up moment. Yeah. Like, and I called my manager at the time, Bob Wax, who since he's passed. Speaking. Okay. But uh, and he was just <laughs> laughing. He goes, "Well, I don't know. They, I don't know who these people are. They just said they wanted you." And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, m- "It's painful waiting for this car to pick me up. Can it come any sooner, please?"
0: Oh, I had that once. I got hired to do the. Uh, that's why I brought up the pasta. I performed next to the pasta maker. Because this guy was like a big hedge fund guy. And they're like, they hire comedians all the time. If you do well at this one, you'll do a million of them. And they pay all this money. And I bomb next to the pasta. And then... I literally sprinted out of there and my Uber got in an accident leaving there. I was like, this is... I've never even heard of an Uber getting in an accident. I had to get out of the Uber midway through. But listen, I want everyone to go follow Marina. Marina's hilarious. At Marina Y Franklin on all social media. Go follow Single Black Female. That's the special. Listen to friends like us. And I want you all... I mean, this is fuck it season. I was talking in the beginning. Marina, you were here. Yeah. The, the, this month, like it's like... You know, you're doing a show at City Winery. It's December 16th. Everyone go to MarinaFranklin.com. Get your tickets. It is going to be a great show, but it's like this is the time of year where it's like Wednesday and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to have the drink. Fuck it. I'm going to go to the show. Fuck it. I'm going to wake up a little groggy tomorrow. It's cold out. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm going to go do this thing with friends. So like this is the season for that. So get your tickets. MarinaFranklin.com. Are you ready to answer some emails, Marina? Sure. Sure. Let's do it. Before we start, if you struggle with falling asleep, chances are you've tried it all. Not using your phone before bed, having an evening routine, even counting sheep. The next time you have a sleepless night, turn to Beam. Beam's dream powder is healthy, hot cocoa for sleep. I've tried it. I've used it. I believe in it. It was great. It's with an all-natural blend of magnesium L-theanine melatonin and nano cbd you'll fall asleep stay asleep and wake up in the morning refreshed and ready to go here's the thing about beam other than the ingredients in it it is a fantastic routine to get into you make this hot cocoa you sip it it's delicious you you just mix one scoop of beam's dream powder into hot water or milk stir it up and drink about 30 minutes before bedtime it is just a great way to get into the bedtime mindset and i'm a big believer in that this really? routine is going to help you. Yeah, I've been Ooh. doing it half hour. It gets it. It basically is like you know, like it's it's like training a dog a new trick because I'll have it, and then I'm like, we have now we're we're sliding down the mountain. It's time for bed. <laughs> like I I don't know I haven't done that in my it's... adult life. Like as a child, it's like bedtime. Get ready. The beam hot cocoa is like my get ready. You know, moment and a recent clinical study revealed that Dr- that uh, Dream Beam, that Beam helped ninety three percent of users wake up feeling more refreshed. Ninety three percent reported that Dream helped them get a more restful night's sleep. That's big numbers. Today, J Train listeners get a special discount of on Beam's Dream Powder. their best-selling healthy hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. Now available in delicious seasonal flavors like cinnamon cocoa, uh, sea salt caramel, white chocolate peppermint. Better sleep has never tasted better. If you want to try Beam's best-selling Dream Powder, take advantage of their biggest sale of the year and get up to 50% off for a limited time when you go to shop Beam dot com slash J Train. This discount is auto apply to checkout. No code necessary. That's S-H-O-P shop. B-E-A-M beam dot com slash J Train for up to fifty percent off here with Marina Franklin, December sixteenth. City Winery. Get your tickets now. Uh Marina Franklin dot com. Okay. I hate your kids. Oh, Jared, feather feather, who's the funniest of them all? Thanks for all the stories, songs, and laughs. I'll get right to it. My husband and I have a long-standing invitation for Sundays during football season. We have a great entertaining setup and can host quite a few people, but it's a space really geared for adults. My husband and I don't have any children. Some of our friends have recently had children, and we've always said, well-behaved littles are welcome. (laughs) that's not specific well
1: behaved littles well behaved they're not they're not not real people they're littles
0: the littles I I like that that's like it is funny because like the way I communicate with people is kind of like this like I'll just give the code words for like shut your fucking kids up (laughs) (laughs) like this is yeah. Get that little well beha- <laughs> yeah, this sounds like a librarian. Well behaved littles may stay at the library and read <laughs> their Matt Christopher books. Their infant and small children have never been a problem. They mostly sleep through the excitement. If they get fussy, the parents usually pick up and make a quick exit. However, a new neighbor has moved in, and being welcoming people, we invited them to our shignig. A uh, huge mistake. Their three kids, uh, three is that's a big that's number. That's a lot. Right?
1: Yeah and what a la-
0: right and what w- are loud messy and rude they run around scream at the top of their lungs and drop food and drink all over my elegantly decorated house like it's oh. a Chuck E. cheese the parents don't supervise them or discipline them at all the kids open every closed door without asking and even went through private areas of our house such as our bedrooms and closets at 10 at 8 10 and 13 these kids should have better behavior Oh, or better that's yet acceptable that right or better yet the oldest one should be babysitting them at their home a few hundred feet away I was so embarrassed I sent apology texts to my friends promising this is not the vibe we're going for I don't want Sunday fun day to become an atmosphere akin to a child's birthday party as stated this is a long standing open house tradition and I don't want to exclude everyone from having kids over just these ill behaved creatures what's the move here (laughs) cut them out of the text invite what will they think when they see all the Cars in the driveway. The problem. Need, this problem needs your tact and grace. Any advice would be appreciated. Your tact
1: and grace.
0: No, uh, this is a beautifully on, written email. I, I mean, like I guess I, have this person thinks grace highly grace of me. Apparently, I'll take it. I
1: was like, wow. They, I don't refuse really a compliment, nice. Marina. <laughs> that is beautiful. Your tact and grace. I love no it. One- I mean, they're this. I've never heard Keith Robinson. If he heard that, he'd be like, oh, Jesus Christ. J train is not tact and graceful at all.
0: You fooled these people. (laughs) Well, this is the same person that wrote that wrote. Well, behaved littles are welcome. They put that in quotes. That is like their words. So it is so funny. We were just talking before we started taping about how do you send a text? That's nice, but also gets the message across.
1: Yeah, because I spend a lot of time using AI technology to make my letters nicer. Uh, do I used, you really? I, I do, because I used. I was like, I think my emails come across harsh, mm. um, uh, and I I had to take a uh, one time. I had a friend ask me. She says, "What are you doing today?" I said, like, "I'm just spending time making my emails nicer, <laughs> it, because you do have to." And then in this situation. You do have to, I guess they're worried because they live in the community and they're going to have to face them. That's the real situation there. Right. But the thing is, is if you don't address it, you're going to, you're going to have, it's like a relationship. You got to address it now or it's going to continue. I would say that you have to just say, Hey, you know, um, we usually don't have littles. Right. In our house, and this is the reason why. And we respect that you have kids, but um, this—if they come over again, they can't open things. They—they they have to be like someone has to watch them because,
0: yeah, you're right. No, you know, something if, has if, to be said. You're absolutely has to
1: be said, and you can find a very tactful way of saying it. And if they take offense to that, then. That's it. You just know that they can't come.
0: Right. I I, and I, I guess the problem's twofold. Like if you want to say like, you know, these are people who don't have children and they're opening up their home to like a Sunday fun day, as they put it. And they're like, we're the football house. So, like, I'm sure their house is fucking awesome for a 27-year-old to walk into. I'm sure their house is fucking awesome for me to walk into. Like, I would walk in and be like, oh, my God, it's football heaven, the food, the booze, but there's no... Uh, but I'm sure for a 13-year-old, it's hell on earth. There's no video games. There's no toys. They're they're watching something he doesn't care about. Or, the you know, 10, 8, 10, and 13, y- you don't even have, like, a play area. Like, I understand why these kids... Let's empathize first. I think that's like the move It's like, why would these kids act like animals? Well, they're the age that kids like act like animals. But also, you don't have any, you know, you don't have a, a place for the animals to play. You don't have. It's not that's set like, up for animals. So I think that <laughs> this ain't the zoo. This is yeah. Like, you have
1: to have like a kitty table, like a kitty room, a, a kitty outdoor but, that's Dog why house.
0: The to- but this yeah. is why the toddlers always work, because they're mush. You know, someone will walk in and be like, yeah, I got my baby, and the baby's not going to be like, where are the fucking Xboxes? 13-year-old go- is going to be like, where's the Pokemon? Where's the Xbox? So I'm just saying this. I'm not giving them the reason, but here's how you can... Uh, they're looking for tact and grace.
1: I just think the age... Uh, I, see, what the problem that I'm having is I don't mm. think it's this. I think it's the parents, because eight... Was it eight, 13 they shouldn't be they should be well behaved at that age at age. I agree like with my you. niece at 13 was not like opening doors like my my niece at 5 and 6 you you can forget it like she's going to put she's going to put like um what is that uh wax uh they love slime and stuff on everything mm-hmm. she's going to take like clay and put it on your wall that's that's a 5 year old 5 to like i guess 6 For for anything three to six two to six right eight like you see that's what's going on with them is they know that once they address this they're attacking the parenting
0: absolutely and that's either going to be taken well but probably not it's not you know like it's probably not gonna well i that's why i'm like kind of giving them like here's there's there's a there's a two-sided text to send i think yes hey, we're having people over again for the football. Last time, we had a bunch of our stuff gone through by the kids. So now you have facts. These are facts. And and now you go back. So it's kind of this like back and forth ping pong of like nice to like the message. So like, we're having people over again. You guys are more than welcome. Last time the kids went through my bras, and it was annoying. <laughs> I, now you go back. I do understand our house isn't necessarily built for a fun day for an 8, 10, and 13-year-old. So if you, you want to bring the kids, that's great. But we have to have some rules of where they can hang out and where they can't hang out.
1: Oh, now See, you're I, creating a situation where that now, now they're getting into planning their home for these people. That's right. the problem. That's
0: a lot. That's a problem. That's You're right. That's a lot
1: because now the people are going to go, okay, so where can they go? Can we come over and inspect? Can we come over and designate the area for them?
0: We've built a pig pen in the yard <laughs> uh, with a bunch of mud that they can roll around in. Yeah, I don't know. I I I think the, – and you nailed it in the beginning. The biggest problem is like you live next door to each other and they even send their email – the cars are going to be outside We're we're doing football Sunday and they're going to go, wait a minute. We never got a text about football Sunday. And they either do the thing where they go, we're here. We must have missed the text or they just watch you from their window being like, I guess we fucked up, which is a message in itself. Like, hey, your kids were annoying. Um, it kind of ruined our day.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like you. They have to in order to do this to to write this letter. Right. You have to you have to kind of make a decision whether or not you're going to have any kids in your home ever again. If you decide right. you're going to have kids in your home, then you do have to make a space. I think that's a great suggestion, Jared. Wonderful mm. suggestion. So they if they're going to do that, then that's part of that letter. If they're not right. going to do that, then they shouldn't have kids.
0: In so how house. about this? How about this? Hey, um. Would love to have... We're we're doing Football Sunday again. Would love to have you uh, and the kids. But last time, one of the kids touched all my vibrators and now they don't work anymore. (laughs) Uh, So all kids are going to be kept in the living room. If they can't stay in the living room, I totally understand but they just can't come to the house. We're doing that. So now you have a blanket policy. All kids kept in the living room. And again, they don't... All littles. (laughs) All littles will be in the living room if that's not their cup of tea which I totally understand I can understand why a 10 year old doesn't want to hang out with a bunch of adults having you know uh, yinglings and eating a bunch of nachos I can understand that that's what I want to do but I can understand why a 10 year old wouldn't want to do that but that's where we're keeping the kids from now on and that's not a lie because now all the kids you have over like the little mush kids that you know don't move they're going to be in the living room they're not going to be in your you know your vibrator closet like this is
1: where just, is this? Did they say location? Because if it's nice outside, it. just put them outside.
0: Right, tie them to the uh, to the lamppost like a dog. <laughs> J Trampy. Pour-
1: Put them in the backyard. Put, get a jumpy house.
0: Right. Well, they the shouldn't have house. to buy them a jumpy house. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Send all your emails. Keep sending them in. We love relationship advice, lifestyle, friend stuff. That's a perfect email that was just sent in. Marina Franklin is here at Marina Y I did Franklin. did study
1: psychology. You,
0: oh, well, the, did you? so you're the perfect guest so everyone go and we want people to go to marina's city winery show new york city december 16th this is the month it's fuck it month go to marina's show she is so so funny you're gonna love the show birthday celebration Bye. venmo request jared longtime fan all the feathers jumping right in i have a large group of girlfriends in new york city for everyone's birthday we always plan a dinner or fun way to celebrate My birthday was earlier this week, and on cue, my girlfriends had planned a celebratory dinner for the day before. At dinner, they got me a surprise cake, and one friend ended up putting her card down for the meal. Then, after being home for less than an hour, I was hit with a Venmo request for the meal from my friend titled, Sunday Dinner. I was dumbfounded, as I would never charge a friend for a dinner plan to celebrate her birthday. As an aside, I have to add that I got the cheapest meal by a long shot, as I had an appetizer as my entree and the bill was split evenly. I know this this as it was a discussion at the table. In addition, this is the same friend who bragged about slyly telling the waiter that it was my birthday so they would bring dessert when she went out to call her mom. I should note that usually one person puts their card down, so I don't know if this is typical for our friend birthday celebrations, but I doubt it. Also, I'm assuming that the rest of my friends don't know that she charged me for the meal. The request is currently sitting in my Venmo, and I welcome any advice you have on how to best handle. Many thanks. Can't wait to see you live in the city soon. Marina Franklin, this is a tough one. I'm not
1: going to be nice on this one.
0: I, you don't I have to be nice. nice. I, you just so have your, to be honest. Your,
1: your fans, I know they love you, so they may not like my answers.
0: Okay, but, that's uh, okay.
1: This is the end of the relationship as far as I'm concerned. Uh, once they send you a bill for a birthday dinner, right. that's it. Like, I mean, what? That's that is the... That's like no, like what kind of classes? That's classless.
0: Right. And it's behind closed doors. It is very important to note that this person, it's not like this gets, you know, this isn't an open, when it's done at the table, embarrassment is had. Because it's on Venmo, this is kind of, this is shady. shady. It's shady. Right? And
1: it's like, and there, here's another conversation you could have. You could be like, well, wait a minute. I thought this was my birthday. I thought you were treating me. You can give them that opportunity to explain themselves. I don't know right. if you have that room on Venmo. I don't know if they have a little chat on Venmo. Like, why are you sending me this? But you can right. have that conversation with them to ask them, why are they chart? Why are they doing this to you on your birthday? Was there I, like, because cause that that's wild to me. That sounds like someone who all of a sudden realized they didn't have money and they're like, but you have to explain that. You know, I... It, it, it...
0: Go ahead, I'm sorry to interrupt.
1: Girls, girls' trips, girls' night outs can be weird like that, where someone doesn't have money. So if you can't do it, you should not have done it.
0: Well, Marina, that's kind of where I wanted you to take You can't afford
1: this. it. You what? should not have done it.
0: Right, you shouldn't have put your card down. And again, this email is beautifully written because they gave us a lot of good facts. Mm-hmm. This is the person that bragged. Oh, look at me. I'm the one who got the waiter to bring the cake over. They're not unaware. This person is fully aware. So, you know, if you go out for 8 people for a birthday and then you say to the birthday person, "Put your card away. We all got you and we're all splitting it evenly." Like that seems pretty normal as far as birthday dinners go. Here's where I also see this is a this is an attack because after being home for less than an hour, I was hit with a Venmo request for the meal from my friend titled Sunday Dinner. Why did this go from my birthday dinner to Sunday dinner? We do this all the time. I, I do think there's a strange part of their email. We always plan a dinner for a fun way to celebrate um, for everyone's birthday. But then at the end, she says, I should note that usually only one person puts their card down. So I don't know if this is typical for our friend birthday celebration. I don't understand how you don't know. What what do you mean? If one person puts their card down, I guess, again, it's behind closed doors, so you're not sure if the birthday girl at every birthday has been charged. She she might have been complicit in this evenly split. That's the problem. We don't know. And she doesn't know. And maybe this person who put their card down was split in their own birthday dinner. We don't know if this goes back years of of resentment. Oh. Oh, Which this is to be fair to the person who's asking for the request. I think this because no one's talking to each other because of Venmo, because of the Internet, which was created by losers, created by nerds to not have social interactions. Nerds created the internet so that there would be no awkwardness of, hey, throw your card into the middle and someone going, well, I got the appetizer and you got the, you know, this took this away. We put it on Venmo and now no one talks. So now you have a friend group that's resenting each other. Like this person that sent the request, she might be sitting there going, well, on my birthday, they cut me in too. We don't know how far back this goes. I'm confu- Wait, so
1: you're saying that the girl is seeking money back
0: I'm saying then more I'm saying there's eight girls who go for a birthday dinner. I, I'm making this up the number there's eight women that go to a birthday dinner for everyone's birthday this girl is saying that on her birthday the person who paid sent her a request but then she also said that usually only one person puts their card down so this happens every birthday so every birthday one person puts their card down and we're not sure
1: if this girl is always the one
0: if they change the girl every time, we don't know if this girl who put her card down this time is like, fuck these bitches. I had to pay a piece of my birthday dinner, so I'm doing requests for everyone. And now this person is the next in line. Like, we don't know. That's
1: why you have to have a conversation, because this has happened. Right. To me, actually, on a girl's trip. Where it was like we were all setting up to go on a girl's trip. But what we were starting to realize is that some of us didn't have money, couldn't afford it. Mm. Once that happens, and again, you got to on the onset, you got to nip things in the bud right. with friendships, with birthday parties, with girl trips. You got to say right away, who's paying?
0: What's the deal? I,
1: what's the, are we splitting this? Mm-hmm. And are we taking care of the birthday girl? You have to have that conversation. You have to be clear And if at any point in that conversation, you find that someone can't afford it, they can't come.
0: Right. in the store, They're out.
1: Because this is what ends relationships forever.
0: Here's what I would do if I was this woman. If she cares about this group, which it sounds like she does. Hey, everybody. I just want to have an open, and I want to have an open forum for an uncomfortable conversation. That's the title hey everyone (laughs) i want to have an i want to have an open conversation for an uncomfortable that's
1: not what happened in my girl group i'm sure it didn't my girl group went like this and christina your, your jokes ain't funny let marina do the jokes okay you were horrible the whole trip you you kept suggesting the wrong places to go that's why i don't like going with you to places Yes, and that other girl, we don't even know her. Why was she with us in the first right. place? And everyone got their feelings hurt. So go ahead, that, Jared.
0: I, nice. Listen, I'm trying to help this person. That, you're right. I, because that's <laughs> the easier path is you send the money and you never speak to this fucking person again. Because that's <laughs> what I would do. I would send the money and I would go, that's who they are forever. Like I, I'm, I'm the same way. I go, that's the, that's the cheap fuck who made me pay for my own birthday, fuck them, they're out, I will never think of them another way again. Or, there's a more difficult path. And the more difficult path, and the way, sometimes I give advice of the person I wish I was. You know, so like, hey everyone, write this out, if you're listening and you want to send, hey everyone, I'd like an open forum for an uncomfortable conversation. That's the first text, send that. Because now everyone's okay, what is this going to be? And then you say, I was always under the assumption that when we split birthday dinners, that we were splitting them without the birthday girl being included on the split.
1: Someone's gonna be upset though. That's okay. But someone's gonna gonna be. be Now she's calling me out. But go ahead.
0: Well, this is a band aid rip, and it's not cutting off their arm because Mm -hmm. there's redemption in this. Mm -hmm. Because if someone wanted, because now what you've done is you've made. I'm I'm about volleying back the awkward. This is way less awkward than going, well, I can't afford the dinner. <laughs> like, I, I think everyone should pay for their birthday dinner. You know what I mean? Like, so if you just say I was under the assumption that we were, that all, the, the, when we do a birthday dinner, the birthday girl didn't pay. I just received a Venmo request for my birthday dinner. If in the past we have been... Making birthday girls pay, I will gladly pay and I think we should have new rules for the future. If yeah. this is not the case, I think there was a mistake and while I can afford the 50 bucks, I just want to make sure that I'm open and honest with my friends so that I don't carry any resentment. So make it about you. I don't want to walk around being mad at Stacy. So here's our chance to have, let's, let's refresh.
1: That's such a civil... You're so good. I see why people go to you, Jarrett, because (laughs) that was not my reaction. Uh, Mine was like uh, when uh, we because what happened was one of the girls when we went on a girl's trip and someone didn't pay for something and we're on our flights heading back to home one of the girls sent a nasty email out to everybody <laughs> while we're at the airport and that was the one where it's like christina your jokes ain't funny and marina you think you know everything and you don't know nothing i, I was just happy she didn't say my jokes weren't funny i was like just like <laughs> at least my jokes right. were funny right, I was right, like, right. but my response was you're you're bipolar yeah and... <laughs> i didn't have all of that calm I said you're bipolar, and this is why you know I had blocked you before. Right, and now you're getting blocked again.
0: Goodbye. All of a sudden, that psychology major was worth the money. You're like, okay, <laughs> I got all the, <laughs> I have all the, um, what's it called? I, I, I I'm gonna give you your, your, your medicine right now. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna prescribe you exactly what I've been thinking about you the whole time. I'm gonna tell you exactly what's wrong with you. But I, I. I just think there was a bit, there's an important part of this email because this is why we read the emails. This is why people yeah. people write things for a reason. Yeah. To, you know whether they know it or not, she did say. I should note that usually only one person puts their card down, so I don't know if this is typical for our friend' birthday celebrations. But I also doubt it. You can't get mad unless you have all the information, and sometimes questions are really good ways to get you know to get a conversation going. Yeah. And the question of like maybe I'm missing something. Have and I would be personally if I was involved in a group that went out for birthdays and I found out that five birthdays in this year that we were making the birthday person Spend money on their own birthday. I'd be like, oh, I'm kind of embarrassed. I, 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 this is not what I would be a part of. And, and that's a good way for her to say it. Where you go, if we've been doing this to people, I need to know. Like, I, I how does she not
1: know that though? That's what I'm-
0: because of Venmo, it's because you send out the request individually. So if one person, because that's what I'm, that's what I'm not sure of. If this person who put their card down had already been asked to pay for their own birthday dinner, they're just doing what they was done to them before. Mm. Or they're a piece of shit. And that's what I like. I like when some que- when I ask a question, I can find out if I'm wrong or they're a piece of shit. There's only two roads.
1: I see. So she's not paying for everyone. She's just paying for her meal?
0: Right. Yeah, it's her meal.
1: I see. Okay, so yeah, I see. So the person who sent out the Venmo, they may have had it happen to them and they're going do this and i would just go no that never happens you come on right like, i mean like i would never right and right, like she said she put in the side note by the way i had the least amount
0: that's that's a re, i agree i hear that but i yeah. uh, that's irrelevant to mm-hmm. i need to know if the person who sent the request listen if a friend group that does birthday parties all the time was like that's the card bitch. Like that chick does the card throw down. She has the points. She wants to get the points. She's like whatever. That's the points chick. I would uh, you would probably know this, this is already. But it's not
1: a good friend group though.
0: It doesn't sound like this. This doesn't sound like cuz I'd be saying, I would be open and honest at the dinner. I wouldn't yeah, have to put this behind the, the you know the closed off walls of Venmo.
1: Yeah, someone doesn't know someone in this right. group. Well, That's enough. That's fair.
0: Why why are birthdays so important to women?
1: They're not. I mean, I. They're not. The, these. Well, I think I. More think than not. men, on general. I. I would say in general, yes, maybe. Maybe the type of women you've seen. My friends, we're way past it. We're over Done. a certain age where if you even mention a birthday, bitch, I will knock you out. You know, like sometimes we hide. You know, on our birthdays,
0: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> we don't want nobody too. to know.
1: This is right, the young girls you're talking about who celebrate. But after a certain age, there's tears about your bir- turning to a certain age. and You don't want you like, bitch, you bring up my birthday one more time. <laughs> but the thing is, is like th- this is the, the girl's trip that I went on. It was a girl's 50th birthday. Mm. Right. So this was the big thing. But she couldn't afford it.
0: And so the woman was, that wrote the email, the bipolar woman, what was so you get done with the trip? And she's just like she's realizing, you know, the checks are cashed. And she's looking at her bank account and she's fuming over the group. I don't know what she
1: was. She was crazy. I was like, we saw her and she was fine all the way through. We we got it at the airport while I'm boarding and I ended up going off on the wrong person because I was so angry, you know, because I'm going through my hot flash and
0: stuff. I would do anything to have been at that airport to watch you all read this email at the same time. Like that is my... That would be my like my pleasure. It would hit me right.
1: Someone said Marina, you she did because I thought it was I thought it was the girl who we didn't know who wrote it, who was right. talking about. And <laughs> that's the trip.
0: You're like I don't know who this is
1: because I just assume, assume that the s- someone who didn't know me would write some crazy shit like that, right? Right. When I found out, it wasn't the girl who didn't know us who was on the trip. Because I even said, maybe you shouldn't be on a trip with people you don't know next time. (laughs) I went off, right? (laughs) When I found out it was my friend, I said, this is why I blocked you the first time. You're bipolar. You're bringing this stuff on. You know, like, I'm done with you. I have not talked to any of those friends since. Game over. It's one of them called DM me. They were like, you know what, Marina, like if if it was about the money, I was like, Oh hell no. Now see no, now no, you're no. gonna throw it if it was about the money when right. you didn't have the money. It's right. like people really need to at with money, with birthdays, with trips and all that, if it's if it starts to get into that situation where we don't know who's paying at it's any point, that's be- not gonna be a good time.
0: It's gotta be an open conversation face to face. I think the big issue here is this person not having all the information and once they get it then you can attack Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com here with marina franklin she is so funny uh you're going to love marina go to her show december 16th city winery the it's loft such a, the loft they'll they'll send you right up to that loft they know where to send you so go to city Winery. it's just such a perfect night you can go out in the West Village, I live in that area. You can go to, like, you know, one of the great restaurants down the street, walk it over to City Winery, get the girls together, assemble the group chat. It's December 16th. Marina's Hilarious at Marina Y Franklin, uh, marina franklin.com. Also, I got, I got to repeat these dates Portland, Oregon, Phoenix, Albany, uh, San Diego, Madison, Wisconsin, jaredfree.com for tickets. Do you have to break up with them in person? feathers love 37 and single i'm 33 he's 37 we've been dating since may of this year met on hinge live an hour apart uh have had planned dates almost every weekend and have had one single talk about being exclusive and now it's october okay so may to october met on hinge an hour away One thing I liked at first about our relationship is that we didn't text much and had plenty to discuss when we did see each other on the weekends. We've had so many planned trips and beach trips and concerts and comedy shows. And truly, I'm not feeling a connection. I'm not feeling chemistry, although I do feel safe. I honestly don't even think about him when we're apart. I've tried changing the dynamic to talking more during the week, but it it is not happening. I know he won't see things coming. We've planned to go to a wedding in California in early November. Well, we might have passed that date, but I honestly can't. Please help. Can I break with him uh, over the phone or do I need to plan to see him and make a date of it? EXO, What do you think, Marina? You know, again, the situation, I hope that they've figured that out already because we're taping this after um, yeah. the wedding. But you're in this situation. What would you advise them to do?
1: Oh, well, I think like it's best, uh, you know, I'm just learning this, like how to be polite. It's <laughs> I just realized what I said. Uh, I just realized how rude takes I can a while. Be. It, it, it can be rude. I can be rude with breakups, but I think it's always the best thing is to be clear and honest. Sometimes you can just send a text
0: mm-hmm.
1: that says, hey, I think we need to talk. There's some things that I'm having uh, trouble with with our relationship. Can we hop on a phone and talk? I think talking on the phone is fine. If you don't feel like being in person, I think that's you're an hour away. Who wants to commute for an hour? And then that sad hour drive back for someone could be an accident. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So like just start with the initial of just treating them how you would want to be treated.
0: Mm. I I I, I'm with you I feel for this person writing in I've been in that situation Um, I've been in that situation hour away and you're just not getting to the next step and you're like how do I deliver this information with care and love because I don't want to hurt someone else and that's like the hardest thing in the world because you you know actively you're bringing disappointing news and I think if it were me I'm trying to think like how would I want I would, I would want to just know quick, quicker than slower. You know, like let me so a text, me, uh, a text and a phone call uh, with the ability to do what I need to be done. So, the problem with breakups is this person is ahead of the person they're breaking up with, like emotionally. You've grieved the relationship while in it, like you know this person. They wrote out a very nice email about, you know, I've tried and, I, and I've and i had this thought in my head and and then I went on the, this trip and I, I, you know, I tried changing it up and you've probably had some sad nights in the relationship knowing that you're like, why can't I be great for this person who's being great for me? And that's like the hardest thing is that now you've already grieved it and now you're bringing them the information and you're ahead of them and... So they're going to need whatever they need to do the same thing you did. And they're going to have the sad nights that you've already had. And this is going to be a relief for you. You're going to go, wow, I feel better now. And it's like, yeah, you've already kind of done the hard part. And that's deciding and processing it and processing life without them. And I think like that's a big thing is where you... I think the text that you said, hey, I think over the phone. And then when you say to them, if you need time to like talk in person, whatever you need. I think you give them that option to like, and they shouldn't need it, but you don't like that.
1: Well, the only thing is, is it, I think like sending a text, Hey, I think it's time for us to talk mm-hmm. c- only because they have spent time together. If it was like just a few dates, then I'd be like, it would just be a, a text for me. Total, like, hey, no, I agree. This you is know, but since, since they, May. Since May, I think a, t- a text saying, Hey, I think it's, I I really need to have a serious conversation with you. And then write out what you want to say before you call them and stick to that of what you feel is not working and like say really nice things about them. Like, hey, you're a really nice person. And, uh, you know, I thought we had a connection, but it's not there anymore for me. And it's just time for me to move on and stay within that conversation on the telephone. If they need to meet, see, for me, meeting in person with an hour commute is not like I don't think that's necessary because um,
0: I think the fear when someone doesn't get the fear with that when you do that I think the fear with breaking up with someone over the phone is that you're going to be blamed for being callous and cold for not doing it in person and listen you're going to be blamed if they want to blame you for something They're going to blame you for something. They're going to find a way to make you evil if they need to do that. So you have to kind of deal with that. You have to be okay with yourself that you did everything you could to try and make this work. And and honestly, like we've all made mistakes. We've all, you know, would do things different. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you tried to make this a relationship and it didn't get there for you. So if you can do it over the phone, I, I guess like my advice for like if they need to come see you I'm with you. Don't meet halfway meet halfway. Like we'll meet a (laughs) a halfway split this, but the meeting is to help you get, uh, get broken up with the meeting. Isn't to like discuss this further. I am done speaking. I terms. I am not romantically into this relationship anymore. I don't want to hurt you. I want to give you whatever you need to be able to break this off with me as well. So if a meeting is needed to break up, that's something sure. i'm up for like i i guess because to me i'm like that takes away the response of like you did this over the phone it's like give me the options yeah, how do you I want me to dump you
1: it depends like for me it's like it's not a long enough relationship so meeting it seems like kind of like like if it was like a year maybe then yeah right but i i i, I agree with you like give the option only if the option is needed but right. um I think the conversation, again, needs to be well done. Like, the, the conversation you have over the phone needs to be respectful to the mm-hmm. other person's feelings, and the text that you give needs to be respectful to the other person's feelings, and 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 you know them, <coughs> so you should know, like, how to treat them with kindness and leaving right. them with kindness. And, and, and in that way, over the phone... Because over the phone now is so, like... That's almost like meeting someone in person these Listen, days. Listen, a
0: FaceTime, a FaceTime is a, is pretty like a Zoom. I mean, you and I are talking right now over Zoom. Like this is, th- th- you yeah. know, this this could have been good enough. I, I, I'm saying like, how would I want to be dumped? I'm like, I want to know. Like, I, I just want to know. I don't want to go to a wedding with someone who doesn't want to be there with me. I don't want to go to a wedding and be like cuddling up against someone who's like, I'm just going to go to sleep tonight. Like, I don't want to. You know, trying like and be flirty, cuddly, cozy with someone that's like, ugh, like is just like depressed by the presence of me, which can happen at the end of a relationship when you're kind of out. So I'm saying like, end it. But then, like, if it were me, if someone called me and was like, hey, this is over, and if you need to like come meet me, I wouldn't need to meet them. I, yeah, I, I, no I pray no. for this person that this person doesn't need to either because that just extends it. But I'm, I'm with you. J train. Yeah, because
1: I just think in that hour travel, uh, depending on how they meet, like could be kind of like, you don't know what emotional state. And I definitely would say meet in public. Right. Because uh, you just don't know where people are when you break up, like how they're going to react. Right. So you definitely want to do it in public you definitely want to do it so that they're okay mm-hmm. um, that they're not like having to drive an hour I, to me I'm like that hour drive for that person could be risky so split,
0: split the difference split it up Starbucks exists a half hour from everyone <laughs> <laughs> J Train <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Marina Franklin at Marina Y Franklin December 16th City Winery should I be a fuck girl Okay. J Train. I'm writing to you asking for advice about a guy I dated earlier this year. We went out for about five to six weeks. We both expressed that we were looking for relationships with the right people and went on a variety of dates. I even saw you for the first time ever at Comedy Cellar in June when I was out with this guy. Oh, that's cool. I ended up breaking things off with him because... I didn't feel we were compatible long term. When I expressed this, uh, my re- and my re- When I expressed this and my reasoning over text, he agreed and wished me the best. Fast forward to now, a couple weeks ago, we matched on a different dating app. We met on Hinge. I must have swiped right on him this uh, on this app prior to us meeting on Hinge. He wrote, "Hey, hey." He wrote, "Hey, hey." LOL. if he was interested in reconnecting I figured he would just text me I ignored the message but as of late I'm considering texting him myself and seeing if he's interested in something casual. We had amazing physical chemistry and to be honest, I'm not dating anyone right now I'd want to be intimate with. Well, I will I look like a tool if I text him and ask him if he's down to just hook up knowing we aren't compatible for a relationship. For context, we live in a big East Coast city and are 25 and 26. Thanks, love you Excited to hear your take.
1: I love the context. <laughs>
0: it's fantastic i love everything about this and i i i know what's going on so i'm happy to answer this e- this email marina do you have any thoughts
1: i told totally, i see i hear her because she's like wants to have sex right she's Good for Like her. I, this is someone i know i want to have sex with them i'm gonna lay down just make sure that you're clear on your feelings about this person and that they're clear on their feelings about you and, right. and and that's that's always the thing is like there's always one person who's kind of lying about their own truth right I hate to be the right. speak your truth girl <laughs> but you know there's every now and then there's someone who's just kind of like trying to pretend like they're okay with just having a sexual relationship and then right. someone gets hurt
0: yeah i think you're exactly right like if i here's the thing when you match after the breakup to me you're playing with house money like oh that's an admission that we are healed i and she's like she, what she said is kind of important she's like i think i swiped on him before it it, it wasn't a new swipe but he doesn't know that in his mind and i'm going to take you inside the dumb bro mind he's going oh she still wants to fuck me she's not mad at me right and right, right. and guys especially on dating apps, if you match with us once, we think you want to fuck us forever. And I'm I, I'm just telling you the truth. Like I just like, Oh, no, I believe you. So this you guys is guys
1: are very simple creatures.
0: Simple. So like the simplicity <laughs> of this should be comforting to her. So like when you match a second time after a breakup has been done, that is this guy going, I'm cool with it. I'm happy. I, I, of course you want to fuck me again. Like he's ego filled idiot. And again, what Marina said is totally right. Hey, and I, you have his number. So here's the thing. You know, he's still sexually attracted to you as well, which I I assure you he is. So, <laughs> yeah, it's very simple. <laughs> right. It's simple. Fuck me once, you'll fuck me forever. That's but how every guy thinks. With
1: herself if she has to be honest with herself if she's good like that. Because this is the thing. I know a lot of women, because I used to be a... uh. I I used I used to be a hoe like so this is the thing right like a card
0: carrying hoe here on the J chain podcast I was I was, podcast. I
1: was an undercover hoe like in college they had a list called the pussy list and the dick list on the campus right mm. and everyone thought I was gonna be on that as she's gotta have it I was on there as can't get it padlocked because that's how good I am up Real, in this so
0: no one knew that you were out there fucking.
1: And I hit him, and I'm out. But I knew I was not emotionally like I. I was like like a couple. Of co- DC Benny was one of the comics who was like, uh, "You're you're kind of like a dude. It scares me, but it's true. It's like if mm. you're if you're like that and you can do that, good. Right. But you have to be really really honest with yourself. If you're not like that, don't do that. And Here's I find what- a lot of a lot of ladies today, young they're kind of lying to themselves and they get their feelings hurt.
0: They talk big games, I agree, I think. But also, this is a moving target. You know, just because you fucked doesn't mean you will fuck. You know, and I think that's a good motto for anyone that's like, you're looking to have your, you know, gonna be a fuck girl, you're talking a big game. All right, we fucked before. I would send them a text, I would go out with friends. I'd send them a text late at night. Hey, I'm out with friends, what are you up to tonight? And then when you get to casual meetups, create casual relationships. And then when you get out with him, go go get a drink together. Don't just meet him at his apartment. Make it civil. Make it fun. Make it like classy. Hey, meet me at this bar. I'm in this neighborhood.
1: Meet me at the comedy club with Jared.
0: Right, I'll be there. I'll be fanning you down, getting you ready to fuck. I gotta
1: share this, Jared. I Mm. had uh, someone come to my show with a date and the girl had a butt plug in her.
0: During the show?
1: During my show. (laughs)
0: She was going through the security and they're like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> was, they're like, the well, guy what is that? had control
1: of it. So oh. every time he goes, I'm sorry if my date was moving a lot in her seat. It's just that she had, before the show, we had, uh, I had inserted a.
0: Wow. Uh, Where was this? Plug.
1: This was at the cellar.
0: Oh my God. And, and he, So they came up to you to be like, we love the show. And then he was like, I'm like, sorry right, about all the.
1: I, I, well, Why do I? Don't wanna, I know him. Okay. So he, he comes to my show sometimes and he brought a young and I thought she was looking kind of strange. And I said, I don't know if she's good for you. What I didn't know was he was shocking her <laughs> in her asshole the whole time. That's what was happening. So she wasn't, <sighs> had, she wasn't like right. Marina. So he was like, she goes, Marina's funny. She goes, but oh.
0: <laughs> she was distracted ah, ouch. To, to say the least.
1: <laughs> well, so <laughs> maybe make it a night like that.
0: Right. Throwing a butt plug. You know, I, so, I, I, but I guess like to me, you get to that night and you're prepared with one line Hey, I don't think we work as a couple, but I really had fun with you physically and I, you know, just wanted to reach out and I was thinking about you in that way. And if that, you know, and then you get talking, have a little, little chat and have a fun night. But I think there's no mistake about it. And again, when it's done after it, maybe the next morning you go, I just want to make sure we're cool or, you know, I, I would do one of those. I just want to make sure, like, we're on the same page. That's always a great entree. I would just want to make sure we're on the same page. I know we matched again, so I kind of figured you might have a little bit of an interest still. I'm looking for something physical. I'm not looking to make this go further. If you're cool with that, you have my number. That's and so And nice. no plan made. i have yeah, got to be nice. I
1: used to take photos of my guys. What do you mean? <laughs> I used to after I sleep with a I used to take pictures of them like I was a Why? serial like I was a serial killer or something. I would just Do, take what? a picture of them laying in the bed and then I was out.
0: <laughs> that was it? What that what, was what, it. what for your collection?
1: Yeah, I had a collection of men I slept with and I just that's it. That's a great a coffee
0: table book. <laughs> Marina's lovers. J Train <laughs> podcast at gmail.com Marina Franklin, thank you so much for coming on. This was no, fantastic. Thank you.
1: It was so much fun. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Everyone go follow Marina at Marina y Franklin on all socials. And December 16th, City Winery, The Loft. Go. Go. Assemble the group chat. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. com. We'll be back next week. Boom.